0: and a subscription that you can cancel anytime you want. Getting ripped off isn't funny. Switch to Harry's. Get started with a $13 trial set for just three bucks at Harrys.com/rtg. That's Harrys.com/rtg for a $3 trial set. What's up everybody? Welcome back to Remember the Game. It is my retro gaming podcast where every week a buddy of mine and I sit down and we geek out about the games we played back in the day. My name is Adam Blank. Thank you so much for listening. And this week it is episode 103 and we are talking Oregon fucking trail for the PC or for old PC for old ass computers. I don't know exactly what computers it ran on those old green screened ones that we all used as kids way back in the day, before our backs hurt and we had bills and stuff. Uh, This is going to be an interesting episode. My guest is Mr. Mark McHugh, a former, remember the game, Hall of Famer. He's returning to the show. And here's the thing. He suggested Oregon Trail. He was really excited about the suggestion. I got very excited about the suggestion. Based on the reactions of the hint that I posted on social media yesterday, you are all very excited about the idea of Oregon Trail. So I think this is going to be fun. And Mark thinks this is a good enough idea to get him back into the Remember the Game Hall of Fame. So... I'm not sold on that yet. He's also suggested another PC game that many many of us played in school as children. And he wants to do an episode about that as well, which I think would be fun. But I'm not as sold everybody played it as I am Oregon Trail. So we are going to get into that more at the end of the episode. I've kind of slipped some things around. There's a couple of things coming at the end of the show. We're going to reveal what that other game is. And we are going to decide uh, if we're going to let Mark back into the Hall of Fame. So if you want to know the whole backstory behind that, if you want to know what this other game is, all that good stuff, just hang around at the end of the episode, okay? And I'll go over all that. When we get there. Uh, Happy Canada Day as I release this. It is July 1st. It is the great country of Canada's birthday where I was born and raised and I love this place. And uh, happy 4th of July weekend to all of our American friends next door. I hope you guys stay safe and do all that fun stuff where you shoot off fireworks and drink lots of beer and eat hot dogs and do all that stuff that americans allegedly do and i i have no idea what the rest of the world celebrates because i'm a very close-minded person who's barely left north america but wherever you're living if it's a holiday weekend or something for you uh happy festivists or whatever the fuck it is you're celebrating and i hope that you have a great day and weekend or whatever as well um Let's get into the podcast. As you guys know, we have a second weekly show called Remember the Game Expansion Pass, which goes live every Sunday and is 100% exclusive to our Patreon supporters. And you can get access to all of our previous episodes. There are over 30 of them now. And all of our future episodes by supporting us over on Patreon.com slash Remember the Game. We're only asking for 2 bucks a month. It's very cheap. It's like 40 or $0.50 cents a week. Uh, just like our newest Patreons, Aaron... I hope I said that right, Aaron, and Dan T have done. Thank you guys so much. Welcome to the team. Thank you very much for the support. And not only do you get access to Expansion Pass and a shout-out, just like those guys got, you get to submit questions and comments for the show. I'll DM, I'll chat with everyone that wants to talk with me on there. I try to interact with everybody as much as I can. And you get to suggest games for and vote in our monthly polls because every month our Patreons pick one of the games we're going to cover on the podcast. And as you guys hear this, our July poll just went live it'll be running until july 8th and the options for this month as suggested by you folks are kid icarus for the nes super star wars for the super nintendo crash team racing for the playstation 1 castlevania bloodlines for the sega genesis advance wars for the game boy advance and pokemon emerald for the game boy advance those are all games that i haven't played that you guys have asked for so i will play through the winner and give you an episode about it next month little bit of an asterisk I recently went under the hood on my Super Nintendo and added some GBA games so I'm praying those ROMs work a test run of them seems to work so I think we're okay but I'm just putting it out there just in case so again only two bucks a month patreon.com slash remember the game it's very easy you can download all the extra episodes onto your phone just like you do with the regular show right now you get to vote in that poll it'll be running till July 8th so get in there your support really helps me out it makes the show possible Uh, our Patreon money goes to support growing the show with advertising and equipment and the new website and all that good stuff blah 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 um quickly on the advertising front i have a new idea for i think what's i think it's a pretty cool idea for an ad and i am working on it but i'm a little bit reluctant to drop it on facebook and stuff right now because if you don't know uh, basically the entire world is boycotting Facebook until they get their shit together. So, which I'm all for because Zuckerberg sucks and Facebook kind of sucks. Uh, so I mean, if Coca-Cola can do it and Apple can do it and, and all these giant brands can do it, well, remember the game is fucking right there with them. So eventually the ad will show up. So we'll see when it pops up. Uh, oh yeah. Quickly too. Last week's expansion pass was our monthly Q and a episode. We do one of those every month. And this Sunday Uh, I had two ideas, but I think what I'm going to do is look back on the first half of 2020 because as shitty as real life has been, it has been a phenomenal year to be a gamer. Between the fact that we're all stuck at home just playing video games and the fact that there's just been games out the ass that have been great so far with a ton more coming, um... I'm going to go over the news. I'm going to go over the best games I've played so far, my game of the year contenders, some of the stuff I'm excited about the rest of the way. I will get into all yours as well. It's going to be a look back at the first half of 2020. That'll be this Sunday on Expansion Pass. There's your plug. I won't talk about it anymore. Um, I've been kicking tires at doing something new with our YouTube channel too, because like we're getting a lot of subscribers over there. We're up over, I think we picked up 30 or 40 subscribers this month. And, like, and I don't really post much on it beside episodes of the show and then the occasional episode of Adam Sucks at Video Games, which is our Let's Play series. And so one of the things I've been thinking about posting over there is a news show, like just quite quick five to 10 minute videos breaking down some of the news and gaming whenever there is news. But I'm not sure. There are a lot of work I don't know if they'll matter, if uh, people will watch, if it'll help grow the show at all. But it is also something I'd be interested in learning how to do. So I don't know if that's something you guys would be interested in. Let me know. They just be short, quick. If you guys watch those, because I do, I watch a couple of people for news right now. And, and like, I don't know. Maybe this is going to sound incredibly arrogant. I'm sure half the listeners of this podcast are thinking this about me right now. But I watch some of these videos, and I think I could do it better than that. So um, you know, put my foot or put my money where my mouth is. Maybe maybe that's something I'll look at. We'll see. I just have a lot of time on my hands right now until comedy gets back to normal. So we'll we'll see. Um, Speaking of the news, let's get into that because that's what I like to do before we get into the game we're talking about. Oh, yeah. Quick, if you want to skip all this, I should have told you this about seven minutes ago. You can look in the description box. There's a timestamp to tell you what to go to if all you're here for is Oregon Trail. Um, It seems like we can't go more than a few days without hearing something about Cyberpunk 2077. And I guess if by chance you don't know, Cyberpunk has been the most anticipated game of 2020 since about 2017. Uh, it's made by Project uh, CD Red, which are the same people behind the beloved Witcher series, most particularly Witcher 3. I have no idea about the other two games because I never played them. Uh, but it's like Steampunk. And it's like a futuristic city game. And it's it looks pretty rad. Like Google, literally, you don't have to Google Cyberpunk. Literally type Google or Cyber into google and it'll be all over your computer and you can see anything you want to see about it um and admittedly i thought that the hype for this game was ridiculous it's not that i wasn't excited about it i just was like why is everybody talking about this game But the more I go back to playing Witcher 3 and just the amount of polish and the quality of that game, the depth, and the more info that comes out about Cyberpunk, the more excited I am. Like, this game looks fucking rad. It has climbed the list now that I have Last of Us 2 in my hands to the top of my anticipated games for the rest of the year. It looks rad. Um, and it's been delayed again. Originally, it was coming out on April 16th, then that got delayed to September 17th, and now it is coming out November 19th, which I think I said a couple weeks ago on the show, it still falls right in that Xbox Series X, PlayStation 5 launch window, and I still think something's coming with that. There's no way it won't be on Xbox One and PS4, but it might be a launch title for those new systems as well. Um, And I've said it all along, I have no problem with the delay. Fuck, no problem at all. And there's a few reasons for that. Number one, there is a ton to play this summer. So I'm in no hurry. I'll catch up on some of the other stuff. Number two, the hype around this game is insane. Wait, get it right. If you fuck it up, we're going to have another No Man's Sky release on our hands where the hype is through the roof and then the ex- it just completely bombs and falls short of the expectations. And Shigeru Miyamoto has a famous saying. I've talked about it on here before and I should have Googled it so I'd get the saying right, but I didn't do that because I don't know what I'm doing. Basically what he said is that you can, um, a delayed game can be good, but a bad game is bad forever and cyberpunk dude like you just fuck yeah i i feel like it's about any game it doesn't matter how excited i am for a game last of us 2 was as excited as i've been for a game since probably mario odyssey and i was like dude delay it as much as you have to delay it to get it right i don't care i'm i'm a, I'm a big boy a patient i will wait and I think that CD Projekt Red is doing this right. If they have any issues with it at all, take your time, fucking get it right. The reason I'm bringing Cyberpunk up a couple weeks after the delay announcement, because that came out a couple weeks ago, is because last week we got a new look at it. They released a 25 or so minute video uh, breaking down some of the game and stuff like that. It's called New City Wire. You can Google it. You can find it anywhere. And Jesus... This game looks good, you guys. If, like, if it's Witcher 3 quality, but in that setting, game of the year, it's going to be game of the year by a mile. It's going to be one of the greatest video games ever made. So the hype is real, but it looks like the product is real. And I think all of us collectively in the gaming world should just be saying a little prayer that nothing goes wrong with Cyberpunk 2077. Um, I have a feeling it's going to do to Fallout what Witcher 3 did to Skyrim, and that's make them look and feel old and outdated. Uh, Although I still want Fallout 3 on the Switch very, very badly. So just for the record, if you're listening to that, anyone involved with the decision making, please put Fallout 3 on the Switch. Uh, But like I said, there's lots to play between now and November 19th when we get our hands on Cyberpunk. I tweeted it the other day. My five most anticipated games for the rest of 2020 are, in order, Cyberpunk 2077, Crash Bandicoot 4, Paper Mario, The Origami King, Halo Infinite, and the Tony Hawk remakes. Those are my five most anticipated games the rest of the way. Plus, there's Pokemon Snap, Ghost of Tsushima... Gears Tactics, all those rumored Mario remakes like Mario 64, Galaxy, stuff like that, PGA 2K21, the Miles Morales, Spider-Man expansion, DLC, whatever the fuck it is, and who knows what else is coming. All this, wow, we're trying to save money for new consoles in the fall. There's so much coming out. Everyone's excited about different games. It's exciting. It's one of the best times. Like, I can't, dude uh, fuck when was the last time gaming was this exciting just with all the shit that's coming up and we're getting it seems like we're getting new news about something every week and just i'm not wishing you will toward e3 but i love the idea of just every morning i wake up and maybe there's new gaming news it's like it's the fun it's just like christmas morning every day except it's not christmas morning it's like fucking december 10th and we're being told oh yeah in a little while then you can have the presents so um but yeah everyone's excited about different games and that is going to bring us to our newest segment here at remember the game which is letter time it's letter time Every week, our Patreons can submit their thoughts and concerns about the gaming news and whatever's going on in the world of video games. And this week, Patreon Dan T. wrote in, and Dan said, I'm one of probably three people worldwide who is overly excited for Deadly Premonition 2 to launch in July. For those who haven't had the pleasure of experiencing the subline train wreck of these games, it's an open-world crime investigation, survival horror, survival horror third-person shooter, and yes, it's as bad shit crazy as it sounds." Outside of that, I'm cautiously optimistic about Crash 4. I just hope that they don't do their usual routine of pumping it full of microtransactions post-launch as Activision normally does. And this is something that I wanted to weigh on as well, because I'm also very, very excited for Crash Bandicoot 4. That now, listen, okay, and I, they literally a news story broke between the, a tweet, between the time I wrote these notes and the time I sat down to record. So I'm going to tell you what I thought, then I'm going to tell you what the tweet said. So I'm a little nervous about microtransactions in Crash 4 as well because there's some leak somewhere that's already said it's gonna uh, involve in-game purchases or something. And if that turns out to be just different costumes and stuff like that, I don't I don't really care. Like make your money. Nobody needs to crash make Crash Bandicoot dress up like Donald Trump to enjoy the game and pay three dollars for that skin. Like nobody's gonna no one's gonna freak out about that. Uh, <laughs> Uh, On that note, fuck, I would love to see a a Crash Bandicoot ad in the style of the old ones where it's just the guy in the giant costume with the megaphone but just standing outside of the White House talking shit to Trump. Oh, fuck. I would buy... Oh, that'd be so sick. Um, But anyway, like if they put levels... Or power ups or anything like that. Playable characters behind microtransactions—that's gonna fucking suck because it's already a full price game. And I can't like I can't believe how many people are upset that Crash Bandicoot 4 is gonna be a full price game before we know anything about it. For all you know, this is a twenty or thirty hour game, right? And it's gonna be on sale in no time for sure. But just before you fucking get upset about how much it costs, let's just wait and see, okay? Because here's and like and here's the thing: uh, I I didn't play any of those weird. Crash games after the original three and the remakes. Like there was a whole bunch of them on like Game Boy or DS or fucking. X- I don't know. All I've played are the original three crashes and then the remakes of the three crashes. I think a lot of people are in the same boat. Everyone that likes those games is fucking excited about this game. Please, please don't blow it. Just release your game, make your money, make us happy, and don't fuck us all over with microtransactions. Okay. Uh lots of people like crash but it's also fucking Crash Bandicoot. Like, I don't know how many people are willing to pay more than $60 to play Crash Bandicoot. Now, having said that, that was the original notes that I wrote in response to Dan's comments. Then Toys for Bob who is the video game studio behind Crash Bandicoot right now, developing the game. Literally, they tweeted two hours ago, we're seeing confusion about microtransactions in Crash Bandicoot 4 and we want to be crystal clear. There are no microtransactions in Crash 4. As a bonus, the totally tubular skins are included in all digital versions of the game. So... I don't know what the fuck is going to happen with this thing, but like the people that are literally designing this game have come out and said we're not going to see microtransactions. So hopefully all that fear that Dan and I just expressed is, is for nothing and we just get a quality game at a quality price and we play it and we're all happy and la, 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 la. Uh, and Dan, for the record, I'm sure someone else on the planet is excited about deadly premonition too. I just don't know who it is. Uh, <laughs> no, I'm, I'm fucking with you. I, uh, I'm going to look it up. That sounds rad. So I'll look it up. I'll see what's all, I haven't never even heard of it other than you mentioning it. So I'm going to look it up and see what it's all about. Uh, quickly, you guys check out Dan's band vertical noise. You can find them on any music, like streaming thing, Spotify, Apple, whatever. It's punk music. It's pretty good. I, I actually listened to a, a few of their songs and, uh, I'm not just saying that I, as I like punk music and I really enjoyed it. So check that out. Um and then just quickly on the news here as I was typing these notes up this morning drinking my coffee my pal Chris sent me a link and it was to a story Um, about the Mega SD cartridge for the Sega Genesis. Google it, Mega SD. It's a cartridge you put in your original Sega Genesis or Mega Drive, and it's like a flash drive that you can add Master System, Genesis, and Sega CD games to. You can even rip them right off the disc and put them on this cartridge, and we all have Sega CD games just lying around we're not doing anything with. And then you just pop this cartridge into your Genesis, and you can play all the games. Apparently, it improves the load times and stuff like that, too. That's a pretty cool idea. Like, when I was reading it, I was like, I don't care. I don't have a Sega Genesis. I don't have CD games, but that's a cool concept. Uh, except it's $260 or something like that, which is fucking insane. My pal Chris, he, the guy that sent me the link uh, said it best. He's like, for half the price of a PlayStation 5, you can play Sega CD a little bit easier if you have a Genesis and a TV to hook it up to and you can find the games. And like, <laughs> like Seriously, I do think it's a cool concept. I'm not going to fucking buy one, but I do think there's a very niche market for it. Um, I hate clutter. And like I'll be honest with you, if I did collect and had Sega CD games in a Genesis, I'd be I'd be I'd consider 260 bucks a fucking lot of money. But if it was cheaper, I would consider this thing, man, because if I could just add all my games to it, leave it plugged into my Sega like a cartridge, and then I don't have to deal with the discs, the cartridges, and that abomination of a Sega Genesis when it's fully evolved and has all of its parts, like Megatron style um it's a really cool idea so i want to see if it's successful at all but look it up if you're at all interested look, uh, just search mega st you can find information about it so chris thanks for passing that on and that is long enough i got to get into what i've been playing and then we're gonna talk oregon trail uh what have i been playing over the last seven days mostly final fantasy one on the nes and last of us 2 on my ps4 i think i'm getting pretty close to the end of last of us um i am uh, so expect a review slash spoiler cast episode of expansion pass sometime in the next couple of weeks probably i mean obviously not this weekend maybe next weekend or the weekend after depending on when i'm done it um, I did that for the Final Fantasy 7 remake too. You guys seem to really like it. If you if you haven't played the game, the first half of the episode is 100% spoiler free. Just a review of it. Then I give you a ton of warning uh, before I go into any spoilers so I won't ruin the game for you. Uh, I'm really liking it. I just I don't know how close I am to the end and I'm afraid. Dude, I have literally been afraid to fucking tweet about what I like about Last of Us and hashtag it or anything because I don't want anyone sending me any more spoilers than I've already seen. So... But anyway, it's been a lot of fun, really enjoying it. And then Final Fantasy 1 won won the June Patreon poll. So I have to play it to do an episode about it in July. And uh, everyone was telling me play a more modern version, emulate it, do something where you can use fast forward. And I insisted on going traditional with it, playing it on my NES Classic the way it was meant to be played, other than with save states, because that way I don't have to worry about saving you know traditionally the old ways and it's been very relaxing particularly after a long session of last of us where i'm fucking just wired and been fighting zombies in the dark for half an hour for two hours i just hop into this relaxed game i catch up on i've been catching up on podcasts i've been grinding fuck is it slow <laughs> like like i oh you guys were right i do like it though i would have loved it as a kid so that episode will drop later this month that's most of what i've been playing uh, good enough. Let's fucking long enough. Let's get into episode 103, which is Oregon trail for old ass computers, whatever it plays on. Uh, like I said, you guys, Mark McHugh suggested this. All of you seem really excited based on the reactions to the hints I posted yesterday. So let's all go back to elementary school. Um, should've looked this up. I don't know if this game has music, uh, but if it does, I'm going to cue some music. And if it doesn't have music, then I'll put some other music in there. And we are going to talk about Oricon Trail, which originally released on the Apple II. I don't even know what that, I guess it's a computer. In 1985. Kick back. Relax, you guys. Let's talk Oregon Trail. Here we go. If you're hearing this, you're probably a gamer. And for our kind, nothing is as precious and valuable as our save files. Have you ever experienced the loss of a save file? It's soul-crushing. Dozens. Maybe hundreds of hours of work. Gone. Like that. But at the end of the day, it's a video game. It matters, but Okay, so joining me via the telephone device once again, uh, back here on Remember the Game, is former Remember the Game Hall of Famer and good friend of mine, Mark McHugh. How's how's life, buddy? How's quarantine treating you?
1: One day I'll get back into that Hall of Fame, Adam.
0: Yeah, so that's okay. So before we get into the game this week, uh, which as you'll know from the intro and everything is Oregon Trail uh if just quickly if you're new to the show because i know we've picked up a lot of listeners in the last month or two just quickly mark is a very good friend of mine he's a fellow comedian we both live here in edmonton i would consider mark one of my better friends particularly in the stand-up comedy world and mark is the guy who has appeared on more episodes of this show than any other guest in the history of remember the game and for a long time? really oh yeah yeah i added them up for episode 100 and yeah you're you're pretty far ahead of everybody else um, oh, I'm okay with that. Yeah, yeah, whatever. there's nothing else to fucking do right now, so let's talk video games. <laughs> so Mark was in the Hall of Fame. For, I would I, like we don't officially have a Hall of Fame, but I would always say he's a first ballot Hall of Famer. you know, remember the game Hall of Fame, Mark McHugh. And then uh, in the eighty or ninety episodes, Mark uh, suggested that we talk about Mario is missing. Uh, on episode 88, uh, which was a Super Nintendo Great educational soundtrack. game, it is a good soundtrack. But everything else about that game is steaming garbage. And I got so angry <laughs> talking about that game and the memories it like brought back from my childhood that I banned Mark from the Hall of Fame. I said he's kicked out and he'll never <laughs> be allowed from the back show, in. Just from the
1: Hall of Fame.
0: Yeah, he can still come on the show. I need him, but he's never going back in the Hall of Fame. So since then, I've introduced him as former Remember the Game Hall of Famer Mark McHugh. Now. With all that said, you guys, he got kicked out for suggesting a game as bad as Mario was missing. He's the one that suggested that we talk about Oregon Trail, and I don't know okay, how this... if
1: you're g- about to be throwing shade on Oregon Trail...
0: Oh, I'm... Well, okay. I, <laughs> this game's not that good. Like, I just replayed okay, yeah, it. yeah. No, you know what? But, it really
1: isn't. No, like- but...
0: But it's it's a very... It's a it's a wicked idea. When you suggested this game, I was so excited and I know a lot of people because grew up playing this game. I don't know how good this episode is actually going to be because I don't know if we've ever talked about a game with less meat on the bone than Oregon Trail. But well, I'm going to
1: basically a text based game.
0: It's an it's a border. It's a air quote educational text based game. But, but
1: here's the exciting thing about this game. This was the first video game that any of us ever got to play at school. Exactly.
0: Yeah, and that's where I think the good memories come in from it. So we are going to spend the like, next ah,
1: school sucks, but we're playing video games right now. Now so it's not that bad. Yeah.
0: Now we're playing a video game. So it's good for half an hour. So we're probably going to spend the next 25, 30 minutes talking about Oregon trail. When this episode goes live, you guys, I'm probably going to put a poll on our social media, either that day or the day afterwards. And there's going to be two polls and one, we're going to get to in a couple at the end of the episode. And the other poll is going to be, should Mark be allowed back into the hall of fame? for suggesting Oregon trail because, because I think this is such a great idea for this episode, for this show. I never would have thought of this game on my own. Uh, but I also am still very mad about Mario is missing. So when you're done <laughs> listening to this episode, go check out our social media. We're on Twitter and Instagram at member of the game, vote in the poll. We have to make this decision once and for all. Does Mark get back into the hall of fame or is he the Pete Rose? of our video game podcast. And if you don't know who that is, he's not allowed in the baseball hall of fame. Look him up.
1: You know what? I have uh, I have great confidence in your followers.
0: Dude, they like you. I don't get it, but they fucking, they, (laughs) (laughs) every time you're on the show,
1: hear from one of your friends. Yeah. uh, People like you. I don't know what it is. I don't don't know why. I I don't see it myself, but
0: but they like like uh,
1: people are all right with you.
0: So with that said, uh, check those out, but you can do that in a little while. Let's talk, let's talk Oregon trail first so like you said mark i i played this game about 24 hours ago for the first time since probably grade four grade five and that was like the fucking early 90s uh this game kind of sucks but does is there anyone that doesn't have good memories of playing oregon trail in school like if you played it in school you have good memories of playing it in school right
1: It was like I could listen to my teacher talk about whatever the fuck she's going on about, or you could try to teach us about the Oregon Trail and the hardships of the 1800s video games it's like all right let's do the video game thing yeah after N- we go munch some numbers
0: now i'm gonna yeah oh fuck number munch <laughs> number munchers there's not enough meat on that bow to do an episode about but number there, munchers was really- fucking awesome i love that game <laughs> it
1: was math with a frog
0: number munchers would make a great mobile game so would oregon trail but now here's maybe you know it what?
1: Is. There is. like. I tried to find like a mobile version of this game to like research this podcast. Mm-hmm. There's like websites where you can play it for free. Yeah. But yeah. there's like there's one app and it's like updated New Oregon Trail and I'm like I don't I don't want to see what they've done with this since then. No,
0: the remakes are getting out of hand. We don't need a remake of Oregon Trail. We need the original Oregon Trail. Now, <laughs> here's my first I don't even want to call it a problem because I don't fucking care about it enough to make it a problem. This is supposed to be an educational game to teach us about what the pioneers and what our ancestors went through, I guess. Right. Or something like that. I, I, and this is going to make me look like a fucking idiot because I'm 36 years old until 24 hours ago when I started researching this game for the show, I had no idea this was a real trail. (laughs) <laughs> I had no fucking idea this was a real thing. Apparently it is. And the game, which is supposed to be educational, which is why we played it in school, is supposed to be teaching us this stuff. But I played this game for years and had no fucking idea any of this actually existed. So it did not oh, you do... You thought that
1: they just created the world's most boring fantasy world?
0: Yes! I thought, like, I... Okay, well, no. Like, I knew that, like... Obviously, people back in the old days had to get around and fucking carts pulled by oxes and stuff I get that like there was hard times getting across the country back when there wasn't fucking freeways and gas powered cars it's not that I don't I totally get all that but I had no idea that these were actual like this was like actual places and actual stops on the map were like actual real I had no fucking clue and if any of you were sitting there laughing and listening to me right now I don't even give a fuck laugh at me I don't fucking care I'm good at math I wasn't good at geography or history I don't know what the fuck any of this stuff is but apparently this is based on a true story (laughs) (laughs) i I don't know like there's gotta be somebody like did you know and i'm not i'm not gonna be mad but did you know that all this was real
1: uh i knew that like i mean i suspected it was real i wasn't going to do the homework to confirm it though
0: Okay, so so same thing. So same thing. It's an educational game, and they're like, "Hey, you should use this to like open the door to read more about history." And you were like, "Yeah, that probably really exists." And you're like, "I'm not going to look that up though." So it didn't do it for you. What's
1: my score? Give me my score, bitch. I don't care.
0: (laughs) Yeah. So on that note, then is this the best educational game of all time because it was actually kind of fun, or is it the worst educational game of all time because you didn't even learn anything?
1: I wouldn't even say that. You remember where in the world is Carmen San Diego? That was a banger of a game.
0: I I never played the game, but I fucking adored that TV show. Yeah, it was a sick um, TV show. I yeah. don't know if
1: it was a TV show or a game first.
0: Yeah, I don't either actually, but doesn't but matter. But
1: like, my point is the game. Like, or, you're right, Oregon Trail. I don't retain any. I didn't retain any of the information that I got from it, other than sometimes in the old days they had. Ho- carts pulled by oxes, yeah, and sometimes there was a farmer that would die of dysentery,
0: oh dude, okay, yeah, so with that said let's okay, so you okay, but because I wanted to get into the game, but you mentioned this uh during the intro of the of our conversation, like when I was playing this because I was playing this, and I was playing Dino Park tycoon, which we 'll talk about at the end of the episode. Uh, Dino Park Tycoon is still a lot of fun. This game, I played through it once while I was drinking my coffee. Took twenty minutes. I ended up, I made it. Like we made it to Oregon, I guess. I don't know where the trail actually ends, but we made it there. Uh, But I was like, this really isn't that fun. And I really think a majority of the reason it was fun was because it was just the fact that you were playing something at school. Like if I had had this game on my NES at home and it was like, you could play Super Mario 3 or you could play The Legend of Zelda or you could play Batman or you could play Oregon Trail. Like now I'm not ever going to fucking play this ever. Like ever. Yeah,
1: because like, look, for the time, like, and this is the thing that we have to say about a lot of these old games. For the time, it was a very interesting idea. Because what? I think they started working on this game. Like, I think it was originally, like, not a video game, but, like, a board, like, a text-based game of some sort. Like, I think the original, when they started working on it was, like, 1977 or something stupid like that. Yeah. And the mech version that we've all played was like a reimagining and a remastering of all of that. So like, yeah, Oregon Trail was the original HD remake.
0: Yeah, I agree with (laughs) that. I agree with that. It's just like, but but the thing is, is like I I really do remember it being fun. Like when you suggested it, I was like, oh, fuck yeah, that game was the best. And like, I've posted about, uh, what?
1: Because we have options of what games we can play now. Like, that does take a lot of the spice out of things. Yeah. When you had to play Oregon Trail, and it was, like, this, like, right after listening to your, like, ta- your teacher talk about, like, Shakespeare for two and a half hours, you're like, fuck, yeah, sure, a video game that tries to teach me something, fuck it, that's, I don't want to hear another word about William Shakespeare.
0: <laughs> what. I... <laughs> what... <laughs> it's just such a like of all the things that you could have picked that like they were teaching us about this and then we got to play a video game Shakespeare. i don't think i ever learned about fucking shakespeare especially not in grade four in grade four they were like it was like now we're gonna learn multiplication apparently apparently in british columbia
1: elementary school what's that I don't know, remember anything I've learned about from elementary. Yeah, school. I was gonna remember say it. that show. Are you smarter than a fifth grader? Would go on it because no, I'm
0: not. No, dude, I've thought that too. I, I mean, I remember watching that show and being like, no fucking chance. Those kids would feed me my ass. I would go yeah, on that fucking is- show. Although you know what? <laughs> I'd Here's like let me play fucking Oregon Trail against those kids, and then we'll fucking Here's see.
1: Those kids aren't smarter than you. They just heard the information more recently. Yeah, exactly. Is, if you wanted a fair, are you smarter than a fifth grade? You should so like you should present them with moral dilemmas.
0: Yeah, yeah. Like,
1: okay, what if your in-laws ask to borrow money? What do you do? then? you're like, oh fuck. What are you gonna do now, you little bitch?
0: Yeah, or bring the little shit. How much
1: is your how how valuable is your information about John Cabot now?
0: You know what would be a really cool fucking show is in like another 10 years, bring back the kids that were on Are You Smarter Than a 5th Grader and make them answer the same fucking questions. (laughs) And just be like, do you still... Yeah, so do you still remember who the 32nd president of the United States of America was? Because I fucking... Anyway, so the so anyway, we're so oh yeah, so we were talking about Oregon Trail. So I I do think because I'll tell you, man, when I posted online, like, does anyone remember these? I asked on Reddit, does anyone remember any of these games? And everyone was like, well, yeah, Oregon Trail, Oregon Trail. We all played it. I was just reading that it's like one of the like it sold like sixty five million copies worldwide. It's in the video game Hall of Fame. Like it's it's a big deal, and everybody that grew up in the fucking early nineties, like everybody fucking played this game um it just like it I don't even want to say that it sucks because I get that it they were working with like a limited thing and by an educational standard it's kind of fun it's where I think it sucks is it's just cheap it's a fucking cheap game which sounds stupid about an educational game that sounds like something you'd say about Battletoads not a fucking educational game, but this game just fucking kills you and there's nothing you can do about it.
1: (laughs) I mean, the idea is like, oh, you're supposed to have stocked the right supplies and like picked the right people for the job. But yeah, then in the middle of it, it'll be like a bunch of bandits stole shit from your cart. What are you going to do? And you're (laughs) like, well, but I was planning for them to not do that.
0: Yeah. Like when you start the game, you get to pick like if you want to be, I don't know, like a banker like a farmer. I don't know. You get to pick two or three occupations and like the some of the occupations, they're more handy, but they have less money to spend on supplies. Whereas like the shitty banker has all the money, but he can't fix anything or something like that. So I was like, all right, you well. You
1: get to choose your name too. Yeah. I like that. So I was wiener every single time. Oh, you get
0: to name the whole party. I'm going to post the screenshot as the hint for this episode. So what are the first names of the other four members of your party? So number one is me, which is Hoju. And then it's you have a boy. According to the picture here, you have a little boy, two little girls, and a wife. And so it's Hoju, Hoju Junior, Hojet, Hojina, and Karen. <laughs> <laughs> and that's the names of my family. So you like I think you,
1: Hojet was the best one. <laughs> yeah,
0: I like Hojet. Uh, so you name the you name your team. And then it makes you buy supplies, but it doesn't really do a great job of explaining what the supplies do. And you have to buy, you have to buy ox to pull the wagon, clothes for your team, food for your team, bullets to go hunting with, which fucking sucks. And we'll get into that in a minute. And then spare parts for your wagon. But then he like, he suggests like when you go in to buy ox, he's like, they come in sets of two. I recommend buying at least three sets. So then I buy like three. And by the time I buy all the shit that he suggested that I buy, I don't have enough money. And I'm like, you're just a fucking salesman. You're not trying to keep me alive. You're just trying to sell all your stock to me before I go off and die on this fucking field somewhere. I mean,
1: and then, then when we get to the issue of the hunting, it was the only part of the game that made it actually feel like a game.
0: Yeah, and it fucking... So, and it fucking sucks. So, you okay, so I want to get into that because to me that's the most complex thing in this whole game. You buy ox and they pull your thing and eventually they die and whatever. And you have to buy clothes, whatever. You buy spare parts for your wagon because eventually your wagon breaks and you need the spare parts, whatever. But the food... And the people keep
1: breaking their arms. And- yeah, and
0: getting fucking weird diseases and stuff. But you buy food and... You can hunt while you're out, and then if you kill any animals, then you get more food. But just, and we're going to get into the hunting, because you're right. That's the only part that actually feels like a game. But the fucking buying food. Mark, did you, I know that you were talking about it. Have you? Did you replay this in the last week or so, getting ready for this at all?
1: Uh, I, play, I played it uh, about a month ago when we first suggested
0: it. Okay, so when you go to buy food... <laughs> I'm a 36-year-old man who actually considers himself fairly good at math. Like of all the main subjects, math is probably the one I'm best at. And I'm reading this fucking screen. And the guy's like, make sure you buy enough food for your trip. Our food consists of sugar, flour, beans, blah, 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 blah. It's 20 cents per pound. I suggest buying so many pounds per person for the trip. How many pounds of food do you want to buy? So then I'm like, okay, well, I have five people in my, in my group. And he suggested that I need 100 pounds of food per person. But it's 20 cents per pound. So how many pounds do I get per? And I was like, what the fuck? I don't know. And so I'm just punching in random numbers and then it's like, oh, you're broke because you spent all your money on food you haven't bought any ox to pull the wagon yet. And I'm like, well, you told me to... Ugh. Like, You told the, me to do that. What the fuck? It's like one of those stupid math equations where they're like four people get on the train but two people got off. The train's going 15 miles an hour into the wind uphill at a 27 degree... And I was like, I'm a... And then he'd have
1: enough money left to buy an
0: ox. Yeah, and at this point, I, when I was playing this game as a kid, I was like seven years old and I was like, I just... I, I don't know, like... <laughs> How the fuck is this? Was this teaching me anything? So anyway,
1: I, I think what it was teaching us that is that if us as seven year olds were left to our own devices, we would die.
0: Yeah, apparently that's I what think it that's is.
1: The main point they're trying to get across.
0: To us. You know what that game taught me as a kid is that my mom and dad are lying when they say they don't have any money because food's not expensive; It's twenty cents a pound. <laughs> so, so the next time I want a video game, you have the money because the food was only twenty cents. So. But yeah, so like you said, you can buy bullets and then at any point, like anytime you stop anywhere, if you want to, you can go hunting and then it loads up like this separate little game where you like, you control this like little guy. And you hit enter, and then he starts walking in whatever direction he's facing. And then you hit enter again to stop. And you can see arrows to turn him. But there's like rocks and trees in the middle of like a black sheet. But you can't really go into the rocks or trees because if you do, it's like you can't walk past it. Do you know what I mean? Like you get fucking stuck. It, it's just it's so. I get that it's an educational game on a cheap computer, but it's so crappy, Mark. It
1: was. Here's the thing: Video games had said been around. Like, what? When was this version of this game released? i would say, like, like eighty-five, 80s, I think. Early nineties. Yeah. Eighty-five. Yeah, I think so. Like, video games had been a thing for a while. There was no excuse for how bad this one function was.
0: No, Space Invaders existed for a long time before this, and Space Invaders is an infinitely better shooter than the Hunting in Oregon Trail. Dude. <laughs> And where the fuck are they going that like, <laughs> you'll just be like walking around kind of randomly just hitting the space bar shooting bullets and then just like, oh, here comes a bunny. And then it randomly moves around and then leaves and it's like, oh, here comes a bear. I like, think, oh, here comes a deer. And it's like one shot. If you just happen to hit it, you kill it and you get like all these pounds of food. If you can just happen to hit one of these things.
1: Like, <laughs> But the thing is, it was hard to hit them.
0: It was impossible to fucking hit them.
1: It was like, why why would I even buy
0: bullets? Right? Why am I going to spend money on bullets? And there's a fucking, there's a a gamer tip for all the people that are going to go out and try this game afterwards, because you can find it free online. Don't spend any money on bullets. Spend it all on food, because food's only 20 cents a pound. It's way cheaper than fucking bullets. And then if you want to go hunting, then you got to just stop and go hunting in the middle of the darkness and try to hit a bear that don't even, they don't even look at you. They walk around smiling, and then when you shoot them, they're still smiling, but they go upside down. And then yes, suddenly you've The you smile have all this was
1: food. the weirdest part. What's that? The smile was the weirdest part. It's creepy.
0: Part and and just at random times you come across bushes covered in fruit, and then you get a bunch of food that way. Like, cause that cause that's not this <laughs> fuck, fucking game. Cause that's another thing. it's just random shit all the time. That's what makes it so cheap, Mark, is it's just, you just, your guys are just walking along in their fucking trailer, and then I get to like, oh, a wheel just broke, you've got to decide if you want to fix it, but like you said, oh, here comes a thief, and he stole 35, a thief stole 35 pounds of my food, and I was like, how the fuck did he run off in the middle of nowhere with 35 pounds? of food. I
1: remember beating this game as a kid and I don't know how I did it. I don't think, I think it's you just fling a party into chaos and hope they live. It's designed
0: to kill you. Fucking my team, like near the beginning of the game. It's fine. Cause you go from like landmark to landmark. And here's another thing that I didn't realize when you get to a landmark, it says, do you want to uh, look around and you can choose yes or no. And the first couple times I chose yes. And then you see like this shitty fucking, two-bit pixel picture of like a fort or a forest or whatever yeah and it's like okay well that's okay like so uh, the third or fourth time i got to a place i was like okay well i don't want to look around i don't fucking care so i hit no if you don't look at their stupid picture then it doesn't give you the option to buy stuff or trade with people at these posts like it does the other ones you just keep on going and i was like i was out of food and was just like, well, I don't really want to look at the dumb picture. But then because I said no and refused to look at the photo, they're like, oh, yeah? Then you better go hunting. And it just fucking kicked me on the road again. And I, and I was like, Hojet is fucking starving. Karen's got Malaysia or something, some fucking disease. I don't think Malaysia is a disease. I think it's a place, but you get what I'm trying to say. And it's, <laughs> and it's like, she's like, my team is I dying. Trying to say malaria. That's the one it's like, so see, it's not math. I don't know. So it's like, so we have no food now we're in the middle of nowhere. And then they were like, Oh, one of your ox just died. And then it was like, and then literally one step later, it was like, Oh, uh, fucking Hoju Jr. got lost, lose two days. And he was like, we've been looking for that kid for two days. Fuck him! Like let it's him go on like dinner now. Yeah, one of these smiling bears ate him. I don't have two <laughs> days. Like I don't have any food to sit here for two days. And then it's like, oh, you got lost in the fog, lose six days, and it's like it just keeps throwing random shit at you. And you know what it reminded me of, Mark? Do you remember the Simpsons when Homer needed to take his chauffeur license test, and, yes. and Patty and Selma are just throwing random penalties at him for no reason, and then he starts it's throwing exactly them back. That. That's exactly what Oregon Trail does. It was like, did not buy any food? Minus 10 points for you. And it just fucking, it's just one thing after another. And then, and then fucking, you come up to rivers and it's like, how do you want to try to cross the river? And it's telling you this river is 34 feet long and approximately four feet deep. How do you want to proceed? And I'm like, am I supposed to sit here and draw this? And, and just be like, okay. <laughs>
1: say, don't. Can we turn around and go home? Is yeah.
0: Why did we leave the, the first fort? It was safe. <laughs> Where me. are we
1: going and why? Oh.
0: And then you can like, when you, <laughs> when you get to the water, it's like, how do you want to proceed? And the options are like, just like, just go seal up the wagon and float across. Take the ferry. will cost you two days there's one where it's it literally it says ask the indian for help oh
1: wow <laughs> that's that's, what, so that's the that's the era that this came out right from. and
0: like i'm not like i'm not making light of that but it was just like <laughs> he's not, if i was him i'd be like fuck you do it yourself i don't fucking why am i gonna fucking help you get away from me And there's no rhyme or reason to why you would do any of these things. Nothing explains what you're supposed to do. You're just supposed to go. And the game is just literally designed to fucking kill you before you reach Oregon. That's all, or wherever the fuck is you're going. So
1: often you'd be like, fuck, I don't want to lose two days. Fuck it, let's just go. And then it'll show, like, it will show you your wagon being, like, swept down the river. And it's like, well, fuck
0: off. Yeah, you're the one that said I only had two, like, (laughs) I I only have so much time because, oh dude, because that's another thing. You could pick what month you leave and you're supposed to be like strategically picking the month you leave so that you can get there before it's too cold. Because I know we're walking and they're like, it's very dry. Like that would just pop up. It's very dry. There's no grass for your ox. It's very dry. And I'm like, why the fuck are you telling me this? I can't fix it. I can't do anything about this. He's not getting any of my fucking food.
1: Just like little notifications like that. Like, oh, it's dry. And it's like fucking sink.
0: Yeah Or it pops up And just says that Yeah like someone In your group Has got fucking These weird diseases And you don't have Any medicine Or anything To fucking help And I'm like how Like but there's no strategy You
1: could choose- your profession you could choose your profession if you were like a banker you got more money if you were a doctor you can deal with shit like
0: that oh yeah because i took the banker for all the money and then spent it all on
1: food yeah. Dude, the banker is always the smart way to go yeah
0: yeah fuck yeah like it's money fixes everything it's who needs to be fuck what a stupid game and then you fucking you stop at like random places and sometimes you can buy food and sometimes you can't and then it always offers you to trade with the locals and then if you pick it sometimes it there's like there's nobody wants to trade with you that's all it says but then other times it just randomly picks two resources and offers them and somebody was like one of this st- i swear to god one of the stops i made was like so and so is looking for an ox and is willing to trade a set of clothes and I was like, "Oh, is that right? Well, it better come with a hand job or something, because I'm not giving yeah,
1: you like, a-, that's a lot. You're you're asking for an, a like a large animal in exchange for a shirt. You need to be more. You need to sweeten this pot a little bit." Yeah, I was like,
0: "I could kill my ox and skin him and have 150 pounds of food and make some clothes." do so, do that. No. Well, I'm just just I even mean, if I wasn't a stupid banker maybe i fucking could but it just throws random crap at you like for the whole game and there's nothing you can do about it like oh you got lost in the there's fog nothing you can do
1: to prepare for it because yeah. it'll be like oh your wheel's broken it's like well glad somebody stole my like spare parts a while back
0: yeah right and and like and there's no way to get more money At least not that i could find Maybe I'm so like I don't,
1: I don't know there is maybe you could like sell like stuff that you
0: hunted maybe I don't know I don't think you can so like when you run out of money you're fucked so the beginning of the game I can't even imagine being not the banker and having less money and then you fucking so you pick like the doctor, you have no money and then you buy exactly what the old man at the beginning of the game tells you to buy. You have no more supplies. And then by like day four, you're out of food and it's like, well now what do we fucking do? Well, we better go hunting. I can't. I spent all my money on bullets because he told me I needed to buy Or I spent all my money on clothes because he said I need to have at least two sets per per like, ah, this show is sponsored by better help. Podcasting a weird job because I talk to you nerds all the time. Every day, I tell you all about my life. The good and the bad. The ugly, I kind of keep that offline. And it's not that I don't want to talk about it. I'd love to talk about it. I just need to pick and choose who I talk to. We all have stuff that just lives in our minds, rent-free, 24-7. Talking about them can really help because the longer you keep something bottled up, the more likely it is to blow. You've heard me say it before and you're going to keep hearing me say it. Therapy is the way. Therapists can be that ear to bend when you really need to get something off your chest and don't know who to talk to. And better help is a great way to go about it. It's I I know maybe we're being a little hard on a stupid educational video game, but that's the From name the of Remember 80s. the Game. What's that?
1: Yeah, that's like how- it's not fair to compare it to like later games, but like also gotta fuck Oricon Trail.
0: It's so cheap. It's just like, and I feel like I say that a lot when I'm playing old video games. Like, if I'm playing Sonic and I die because I run into spikes that I didn't even see because I was running so fast, I'm like, that's fucking cheap. And if I that played... pissing
1: me off about Sonic. It's always like, go fast, go fast, go fast, spikes. And you're like, fine. You could have told me there were spikes.
0: That's why, that's why Sonic kind of sucks. But we'll, I, could, I, could, oh, I could... I'm going to
1: take it slow. Yeah.
0: But, wait, I could do, uh, but that said, if you were like, hey, Adam, you've been sitting in class for four hours. Would you like to go play 20 minutes of Sonic? I'd be like, fuck, yes, I would. And that's basically what this is. you want to
1: go play the E.T. game for the Atari, I'd be like, i fucking guess. Yeah,
0: and that's what Oregon Trail was. It was just a fucking excuse to go do something else. And, like, dude, there's a card game of this out now, like a modern, like, tabletop card game of Oregon Trail. And I think
1: uh, think that would be a lot of fun. Well,
0: you see, you would think so, but my buddy Chris bought it and brought it to my place once, and we were playing it. And it's just... I swear to God, you guys, it's just like the computer game. Just random shit happens. You just pick up, there's cards in the game. Because like, basically you take a step on the trail, then you pick up a card, and then you, you know, and it could be like, hey, you found 20 pounds of food. Or it could be you, you got a disease or whatever. I swear to God, there are cards in the deck to this game that just said you died like that's all it is so you're playing and then all of a sudden you pick up a card and you're like you died and I'm like well this is the cheapest pile of shit and by the end of the game
1: game. at least the game gives you some sort of warning about your imminent death exactly
0: and by the end of the card game you're so fucked it's not even funny and I was like well this is way stupider than the original game because at least the original game is fair and I was playing it uh, yesterday and I'm like this is only moderately more fair than the other than the <laughs> card game. Because, dude, do you remember? Another thing you can do is decide how much everyone in your group can eat. Do you remember that? I don't remember you, that. There's There's like three options to pick how you ration your food. And one is like they eat until they're content. One is like they eat just enough to stay alive. And one is like they're basically, you know... Two little nibbles a day, and that's all they could eat. And when I was playing it the other day, I was so I was out of money, and I was so close to being out of food. And I refused to play the hunting mini game again because it sucks. So all I did was I set the food down to the minimum, and then I set our pace at the maximum so you cover more miles but with less food. And everyone in my group is fucking dying. And I was like, of
1: course people die if you're going to do that.
0: I know, but I was just like, (laughs) as I'm sitting on my couch playing this game on my laptop in my head i'm hoju sitting at the front of my wagon with the two ropes like like steering these ox and the rest of my family behind me is like dad we're starving give us something to eat i was like no fucking die i hope you all fucking die fuck this you know he's just staring if you all die now there's 35 pounds of food for me like it's just
1: that's how much do these kids weigh? That's how much food we have.
0: And then when you reach the end of the trail, you have to like choose a couple of options. I don't remember what you do. You can either go to like a ford or you can go somewhere else. But I decided to go to like this ford or something. And then you fucking load your wagon up on a raft and then you have to steer a raft down a river around rocks. Do you remember? I don't, I, you don't remember it?
1: I don't remember that part. But again, like. I played this game a month ago. I feel like I should.
0: Well, but you might have picked the other, op- if you picked the other option, maybe you don't ride it on this river. Well, I picked oh, the one where yeah, you go down yeah. this river and it like, honestly, it was the funnest part of the game because it was like just steering left and right, dodging rocks. And I'm like, all right, this is a video game. Fuck yeah. And then I got to the end of the river and then it was like, congratulations, you made it. And then it gave me a score of like 1,200 points. And then they showed the top 10 scores and they're all like 60,000 or something. And I was like, oh. Dude. Who's
1: the person who's such a, who's the fucking nerd who has the high score in Oregon Trail? Well, I
0: think they're like programmed in, like they're just the developers. You know what I mean? Like the (laughs) preset scores. But I was like, who the fuck is good enough at this to get 60,000 points? I got all my kids and fucking Karen to this fort with four oxes to spare and I got 1,200 points. Compared to your 60,000. Did you like take a jet? Like how the fuck did you get here with 60,000 points? <laughs> what a stupid fucking video game. You can rest whenever you reach stops. And I don't even know what resting does. Maybe it fixes illnesses. I don't fucking.
1: I imagine it like re- it boosts your stamina or something.
0: Dude, there's got to be so many people listening to this that are like, oh, I fucking totally played that at school. And now we're talking about it, and some of them probably don't even remember it, like you and I didn't until we replayed it. And some of you guys probably do remember this game, and you're like, this doesn't sound very fun at all. Guess what? It probably wasn't. You just didn't have to sit listening to Shakespeare like apparently Mark fucking did when he was it a kid. Play, it was
1: that like you didn't have an option. They were like, play this video game or else. And you're like, all right.
0: Mm-hmm. I suppose. I just... I really don't feel like it taught me. The only thing this game taught me is that I never want to try to go across the United States of America in the back of a wagon.
1: Yeah, I think that's the main takeaway. Like, the game should just be called This is Why We Have
0: Cars. Yeah. (laughs) yeah, And maybe, like, maybe that is part of what they were trying to teach is just how fucking hard it was. But, like, it just... you can get
1: there, like, in an afternoon. This took months for people
0: yeah it just like it went from fucking at the beginning of the game when i started out i was getting like one or two bad things like oh so and so broke his arm and i was like yeah okay well he's a stupid kid yeah he broke his arm but then like by about halfway through the game it literally like my ox would take one step and then it was like lost in the law or lost in the woods lose three days and then take a step karen's lost lose four days looking for her A thief stole 30 pounds of your food. Now your wagon wheel is broken. Try to fix it. And I said, yes, you can't fix it. You want to use another wagon wheel? And I was like, you're not even giving me like, what if I said no? Then what? Do we just sit here and die in the fucking woods?
1: (laughs) I think it would be like you've tried to go on with a broken wagon wheel and now you're dead.
0: Yeah. (laughs) Because that's the other thing is when you would die, it would show these graves. (laughs) Like
1: that was the most morbid part it'd be like because then they'd play like the and
0: then you just keep going how the fuck was this like how are little kids allowed to play this (laughs) imagine (laughs) if you never went camping in your life and then you played this game and then your parents were like come on we're going camping this summer you'd be like i don't want to fucking i've played oregon trail i know what's about to happen
1: how many pounds? We better bring some
0: extra wagon wheels. Yeah, how many pounds of food have we bought? It's only 20 cents each. <laughs> Buy a whole bunch. Oh, fuck. What a dumb game. Um, <laughs> I, this, this is either the best or worst episode of this show ever produced because this is the stupidest video game we've ever talked about. But there's something... of
1: barely a video game, but it's still kind of a video
0: game. You know what, man? Like... To me, that's the thing about it, Mark, is when I, again, when I went into, like, Reddit and stuff to just, I didn't say, like, I have a podcast, we're going to talk about this game. I just was wondering, hey, dude, I was like, does anyone else remember this? And I asked about, I asked about this, I asked about Number Munchers, and I asked about Dino Park Tycoon. And not a lot of people mentioned Dino Park. A few people remember Number Munchers, but it really, like, Oregon Trail is in the video game. What's that?
1: I love Dino
0: Park. Oh, buddy. We're going to get into that in a second because I fucking love that game. But Oregon Trail, like there is a reason it's in the Video Game Hall of Fame apparently and 65 million copies. Dude, everybody from our generation played this game in school. I didn't realize it was that big. I really didn't. Like,
1: Well, like think about how the number of computers that was it was on.
0: Yeah, I suppose. And this was back like, <laughs> I remember taking computers when we were kids and like they never taught us anything good. Like, they didn't really teach us how to type or... It was either play with paint as we got a little bit older or in the early days with those green-screened fucking brick computers. It was just play these yeah, stupid games. Yeah, that's
1: what I played Oregon Trail on.
0: Yeah, me too. Yeah, yeah. Um
1: so it's like the old apples with no mouse.
0: Yeah, like I really don't get what it was supposed to teach us, but like i don't know man when you suggested this game i reacted the same way a lot of people reacted in the reddit threads and stuff when i asked about it everybody's like oh my god dude i totally played that like even non-gamers played oregon trail in school because you fucking had to so this, this is a great dude great suggestion by you mark it's such a stupid game but fucking great call man like fuck this definitely me!
1: Definitely clinches my return to the Hall of Fame. I think.
0: Oh, don't count your chickens, sir. <laughs> <laughs> you still have a long trail to go. So a thief well, might is still it steal be one your boat.
1: Trails where like I just randomly break down and lose the wagon wheel, and fucking Bridget dies for no reason.
0: If you, if you <laughs> fucking Bridget, if you guys think that we have not done Oregon Trail justice, I'm telling you seriously, just Google it. There's like a website where you can just go play all these games for free on your computer and stuff. And uh, you'll play it once. Because I'll be honest with you, Mark. When I found that website, I was like, dude, fuck yeah, I can play Oregon Trail. And I played it once yesterday. It took me 15 minutes. And I was like, all right, well, I'm never playing that again. Like, I'm I'm good. It's, fuck no. I played
1: through it twice and I died both times. And then I watched a YouTube tutorial of somebody doing it well.
0: But you know what's funny, Mark, about this game is just like how when you were a kid and you were in class for hours and then you were allowed to go play this, if I was stuck at like a fucking I don't know, what's something crappy that I don't want to be at? Like a, a fucking family reunion or something? What'd you say? A church? Yeah okay Like if I'm somewhere Where I'm like I don't really want To fucking be here And they were like Hey you could either Just literally sit here And just play along With everybody else And and just do what Everybody else is doing Or there's an old Piece of shit computer Over there in the corner You could go sit there And play Oregon Trail I would be like Fuck yeah I'll go play some Oregon Trail Like it's like It's it, it just that's what, that's what this game Was designed for Was to get people Out of boring things
1: So like But like When compared to like You Like when we wake up now We just have a limitless option every day of games we can play we have like 30 years of shit in our house that anytime we can just like and at no point does anyone be like you know what i think oregon trail today
0: yeah no never (laughs) fuck me um this
1: is a nostalgia game and a nostalgia game only
0: yeah but uh, that said mark like that (laughs) i don't know if we've covered a game on this show that better fits what I was, what I wanted it to be when I launched it, than Oregon trail. When someone, when I'm like, Hey guys, we're going to talk about Oregon trail. People like, I remember that game. And that's, I hope that's the reaction we're getting this week because that's the way I, that is the first time that I've reacted like that since we started the show where one of you guys suggested a game and I like freaked out over the nostalgia and was like, Oh my God. Yes. Like, so well done. I
1: remember that shit.
0: I don't, I mean, I don't want you back in the hall, But we'll see what people... Because you don't deserve it for Mario's Missing.
1: Okay, who is in this hall?
0: Right now, just Bubsy. Just (laughs) Bubsy? Because I love Bubsy. That's it. Nobody else.
1: All right, well, as long as Brad's
0: not in there, I'm fine. Oh, no, no. I mean, someday he'll go in just to spite you, but not yet. Um, (laughs) Okay, so let's... I want to... Do you have any more thoughts on this fucking thing before we score it? And then I want to talk Dino Park for a second. Uh I don't know if there's much more that we could say about it i it can't believe we got and, this much out of it
1: yeah it's a tech <laughs> spec based game it's it fucks with you a lot yeah fuck this game but also hey this is a cool game when we had to play
0: oh man just fucking nostalgia just out. even when i was playing it i was like oh my god it felt weird typing it on like my macbook on the really skinny little uh You're like,
1: sleek and expensive macbook yeah yeah we're not built for that, man we can play actual games you know that
0: yeah do you remember the buttons on like the computers you'd play fucking oregon trail on those buttons were like an inch and a half high like (laughs) it took a good good took a good second for the button to reach the bottom of the keyboard and register like you'd
1: hit it and then it would always like the loading screen would always come up and be like one moment please
0: yeah 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 exactly yeah Oh, fuck. Uh, Okay, how do we score this fucking thing? Uh, You know what? Okay, so Oregon Trail has sold 65 million copies. So on a scale of 1 to 65 million, what would you score the original Oregon Trail?
1: I'm going to give it a 40 million out of 65 million.
0: That's pretty good. Yeah, that's pretty good. Yeah,
1: because at the time it was a great game, but it didn't age well.
0: I think I'm going to give it an 8.
1: An eight, like yeah. numerically, just the like number eight. Yeah, just a singular million. eight.
0: I think an eight out of sixty-five so, million. <laughs> it, <laughs> like it like
1: was, a half of a percent or something.
0: Yeah, no eight. Yeah, no. I think eight out of six, because I think you have to be eight or under to really enjoy this game.
1: Okay, that's a fair score then.
0: Yeah, so eight. Uh, in all seriousness, I don't know. Probably like thirty. I don't know. Like fifty percent. It's it's fine. Like it's if i didn't play it as a kid dude there are retro games mark that you could give to like a young gamer now and be like dude you should try this this is one of the games we play the original super mario brothers is the one that just pops in my mind if i like if i took like my nephew tony who's like five and i was like dude you should play this is what we played when i was your age in the original super mario brothers i'm not saying he would love it but i think he would be like oh this is like a game like this is kind of fun I don't. Like
1: I, get I kind of the idea of Super Mario Brothers.
0: Right. I don't know if I would give him Oregon Trail and be like, "This is what I played at school when I was your age." Because he would be like, "Well, this sucks." Like, you know what I mean? Like, it just. But I don't know. It's a Are Hall of you Famer. Fucking kidding me. Yeah. So that's Oregon Trail, you guys. Now, quickly before we go, uh there's already going to be a poll up about whether or not Mark should be allowed back in the Hall of Fame. That's the more important poll. But when Mark suggested Oregon oh, Trail, yes. the other game he suggested. Was Dino Park Tycoon. Uh and just quickly, Mark, in thirty seconds or less, give us a quick rundown of what Dino Park Tycoon is.
1: Jurassic Park.
0: <laughs> like the G version. Yeah. Like the
1: that's, that's all it is. You yeah. run a Jurassic Park.
0: It was like a business simulation game where you built a Dino Park. And it was supposed
1: uh, to teach you about like money management and yeah. like how employees and taxes, payroll, all that shit work. Yeah. But you were running a dino dinosaur theme
0: park. And it was like, because I'll tell you guys, listen, that game is on the same website as Oregon Trail. If you Google them, you'll find them there. Oregon Trail, you could play once, like I said, 10 minutes, refresh your mind, and be like, I'm done. Dino Park Tycoon is still fun. Like, if I could buy that game on my Switch for 10 bucks right now, I would buy it for 10 bucks on my Switch. Like, that game is fucking rad. But when I posted it on, easily, what's that?
1: easily would spend 10 bucks on it oh, no yeah the thing is i've taught like i've been asking about this game for years and i think you're one of the first people that i've ever met That's like yeah i've played that game
0: yeah when i posted about uh, on social media i literally went out of my way to say hey did anyone else grow up playing dino park tycoon not a lot of people replied when i put it on reddit a lot of people were like no i played oregon trail so Mark and I were gonna do an episode of the show about Dino Park Tycoon, but I don't want to cover it on the show if nobody has played it, other than Mark like, and has I. Has anyone
1: except us played this game?
0: Yeah. So keep an eye out for a second poll. I'm gonna post two. Does Mark belong back in the Hall of Fame uh, on the on the shoulders of Oregon Trail? What's that?
1: Mark. Hashtag Mark Twenty Twenty. Oh fuck.
0: And <laughs> and two. Do you want a Dino Park Tycoon episode? And we won't be offended if not, but these things take a lot of time and I don't want to waste my time and a week of the show. As it is when I put up an episode about a lesser known game, I see a decrease in my downloads, which I don't really sweat, but I feel bad for people that are like excited about it and then they're like, oh, I I don't care about that game. So I don't want to do one about an educational game that we played as kids if nobody else fucking played it. So I'm going, to put the, I'm going to put the poll up there. I really do want to know. If you guys played Dino Park and you want an episode about it, I am more than happy to fucking do an episode about Dino Park Tycoon, as is Mark. He's oh, as excited yeah. about it as me. So um, good stuff. Mark, fucking great suggestion. I don't think this should get you back in the hall myself, but it's not up to me. It's up to the people because it's their hall. Uh, should Mark McHugh be back in the Hall of Fame? Please let us know. Is there anything you would like to say to the masses before I sh- shut this thing down?
1: i'm just uh, counting on them to write do the right thing
0: we all know what the right thing is if you don't know <laughs> go back and listen to episode 88 listen to mario is missing and then let your heart choose okay like think about <laughs> it uh, mark thanks for doing this uh ridiculous thanks episode yeah good stuff buddy episode mark thank you for coming or no you didn't come over thanks for calling me and talking oregon trail fucking great suggestion and like i mentioned off the top here's a couple of things you guys i have some questions for you mark thinks this was a good enough suggestion to get him back into the remember the game hall of fame and he also wants to talk dino park tycoon which if you didn't play it it's like a business simulation game we played in school with oregon where you build like a g-rated not like a gangster g but like a pg pg 13 g rated jurassic park where nobody really dies uh, i fucking loved i loved that game so i would love to do an episode about it but i posted uh on a few different forums and social medias asking if people played dino park tycoon and it didn't get very much love so i so uh so check out our twitter check out our facebook and i'll put it in our instagram story as well uh, you can find us on twitter and instagram at member the game or facebook.com slash remember the game i'm gonna run two polls and i need to know what you guys think uh, should Mark get back into the Hall of Fame for suggesting Oregon Trail? And do you want a review of Dino Park Tycoon? There's no wrong answers. I just want to give you people what you want. What I want to make the show as good as I can for you guys. Uh, quickly on that note, remember I, for quite a while I've been teasing that we're going to start revisiting some of the old games we we talked about in the early days of the episode because I'm not happy with the quality of those episodes. Keep your eyes peeled because those might be coming uh, the first one of those may be coming quite soon as well. So that is going to do it for this week's episode, you guys. Expansion Pass this Sunday will be my look back on the first half of 2020. It's only $2 a month on Patreon. It'll get you that. Lots of old episodes, all the new episodes. And you can vote in our game poll for July, which is running until July 8th. Go check that out at patreon.com rememberthegame or find a full listing of all the Expansion Pass episodes at rememberthegamepodcast.com. Thank you so much for listening. And I will talk to you guys again next week cheers remember the game is brought to you by you our patreon supporters without you guys this show wouldn't exist and i want to take a minute and just thank all of our patreon supporters so much for backing the show like they have adam anderson alex martinez andre andrew castro andrew halapchuk andrew wright andy baker april sane batter Barhumi. i'm sorry bad i probably fucked that up ben bull ben boucher ben drinkin Bevins Girls, Brian McKay, Bullfrog, Charlie M, Chris Flurry, Chris Wilson, Corey, Dave, Dave McGee, Desert Tortoise, Do Howe, Doug Dorn, Dustin L, Dylan, Eric Cannard, Evan Refuse, Fraser Burns, Gary C., Jin and Chris, James Clark, Jason Adams, Jason Cortez, Jeffrey Mathis, Joe Buck, Joe Gillespie, Joe Mack, John Taylor, Jordan, Josh Morgan, Josh Shenfield from Press Start to Join, Kate Roberts, Casey rarick Keegan Wilson, Kevin Donlin, Kevin Hofford, Kryptovics, Kyle Paul, Lane Orr, Lord Egbert, Luca Resgini. I fucked that up. Mark McHugh, Mark209, Matt Brown, Matthews Kids, Michael Mathis, Movie Epidemic Podcast, Nathan W., Nick Sills, Ole MF. I love saying it like that. Rex. Robert Fusha, Robert L, Rome21, Ryan White, Scott, Shaley, Sean P, Sean Razine, Sharonic, Slick Rick, Stupid Monkey, Todd, Tony, Tyler, Vladstein, The Uremko Boys, Dante, and Aaron Kupal. Thank you all so much for supporting the show, you guys. I really, really appreciate it. And I'll talk to you again on Sunday. <coughs>